Hey everyone, welcome to Raging Gracefully 2.0 with me, your host, Annie Nylan. So Raging Gracefully first appeared as a column in 2012, and now it's leveled up to podcasts, which is really exciting. And we're going to take a shallow dive into a deep ocean of hilarious and heartfelt topics that just seem to bind women at the hip. You can expect satire, tongue-in-cheek social commentary, questionable advice, obscure musical references, life hacks, as well as fitness and wellness tips that just might fly in the face of what we're currently being force-fed. So I hope that whet your appetite. Welcome back to Raging Gracefully 2.0 with me, Annie Nyland, your host. Today's episode is about cocktail parties, but more than just cocktail parties and how they're big on small talk, it's about uh, humiliating situations that sometimes can arise at a cocktail party. Well, what do you mean by that? Well, have you ever spoke to somebody, a stranger, Uh, or even a friend, and then you go in the bathroom and you're just, you know, checking yourself out after you do what you need to do, and you notice there's a big hanger right out your right nostril. Oh my God, the humiliation. I mean, that is true humiliation. You can feel it drip down your head. It feels like hot syrup just floating from your head down to your face, down to your neck, That's what humiliation feels like. Your face gets a little red because you're probably vasodilating and all those little capillaries under the surface of your skin open up, they're flushed, you're humiliated. So you um, get brave enough to go back into the cocktail party, but you're, you're just feeling off the entire time. The other thing is when you go into the bathroom, on the way out, you check the mirror and you know now to check your teeth because we all know that there's not one of us that hasn't been caught with food in their teeth. And the healthier the food, the more it stays in your teeth. You know, do you ever eat a kale chip and then <laughs> smile? Oh, it's hilarious. So here's the thing about um, food in your teeth. You're When you're talking to a stranger and they notice that there's something in your, your teeth or you vice versa, you notice it on them, it's a little awkward when you don't have a relationship established to say to them, oh, by the way, you have something in your teeth. And I I don't know what the most ethical thing or the most kind thing to do is. Do you ignore it or do you tell the person? But I I do feel like if you have if you're a really good friend to someone, of course you tell them. But if you're a great friend, you remove the food from their teeth for them. Okay, should I back that up? You know, I'm kidding, right? Anyway, so food and teeth, hangers. And the, the other one, when you're, you're talking to someone and you're eating and you're conversing, is there's a tendency to spray spittle. Oh, I was waiting to say that word spittle. It sounds exactly like it is you either get sprayed or you're the one doing the spraying. And I don't know which is worse 
because they're both humiliating. And the upside of humiliation is that it, it makes us so raw and human. So this is a story about a cocktail party. Um, a very successful man uh, was chatting me up and he is telling me all about his, you know, achievements. And, you know, it was impressive, but it, it felt like it was a job interview because he, it was like he wanted the job and I don't know what the job was for. And then I realized I was sort of doing the same thing because when he told me something about his background, I felt compelled to say, oh yeah, well, blah, blah, blah. And that's, that's a bad trap to fall into. So anyway, he's very successful, made a lot of money, and he was outlining all the steps that he took to, you know, climb the corporate ladder. And I'm thinking in my head, yeah, well, it's easy for you because you don't wear heels. So anyway, um, I managed to slip in that um, I was a teacher and I always pull out the teacher card because unfortunately, when I say group fitness instructor, they think that we just get up there and jump around and then go home. So teacher has a lot more, which we all know that doesn't happen, but that's another episode. We all know that, you know, teachers are worthy of um, big, big mountains of respect because any thinking person uh, can empathize with what teachers go through and stand in awe of what they do. So this guy, let's call him uh, Bobby uh, Bobby Axelrod. Is that his name? Yeah. You know, the big guy from Billions that makes all the money. So Bobby Axelrod is going on and on, and he takes a bite of his lump crab cake, and he's he's getting very excited, telling me something, and bam, a lump of lump crab cake lands on my cheek. And uh, let me tell you, it was it was a big lump because gravity started to pull it down. So it was slowly sliming down my cheek. Oh boy, what do you do? Now, I could have ignored it, but we it was like, talk about the elephant in the room, the lump crab cake in the room. So, uh, or I could just gently wipe it away. And, um, you know, I saw his face. I, I could tell that he was mortified. Uh, you know, it's, we've all done it. It's very embarrassing. So I, I just didn't know what to do. And I'm standing there. I'm like, okay, could the floor just swallow us both up right now? And, you know, I, I often ask the universe to do that. And universe just doesn't always comply. So he surprised me because I expected him to, I guess I misjudged him. I expected him to just, you know, pretend it didn't happen. And then I was going to pretend it didn't happen or just gently wipe the lump of lump crab cake away. So he takes his napkin, he dips it in his cocktail, which, you know, was in a martini glass. So I'm assuming it was a martini. He dips it. And he takes the napkin and gently mops my cheek, picking up the piece of lump crab cake. Well, I was floored because he did it with the tenderness that a parent would show a child. So uh, you have to be instant friends when something like that happens. So he, he, I, I expected him again to just move on and pretend it didn't happen. 
And he says, he just went belly up. He says, I'm so sorry. I feel so embarrassed. Um, I, I was talking fast. I was, you know, boasting a bit. It's just that, you know, when I'm around a teacher, I feel like I automatically have to tell them my accomplishments. And I was thinking, oh, that's so sweet. So then he continues. He says, I owe every ounce of my success in some part to my parents. Um, because I, I'm, yes, of course, he had to give props to his parents. But he also said the major um, contributor to his success was how his reflection of himself through his teacher's eyes. He was fortunate enough to have teachers that said, you know, you can do this. You're going to do great things. Uh, do the work, do the right thing, develop a work ethic, you know, all those all those things that teachers are required uh, by our contract to say to students. <laughs> Not really. We, we, we do believe it. It's part of the uh, art of being a teacher is to try to see the best in your students. So anyway, this guy, Bobby Axelrod, he was, um, he was fortunate enough to have teachers. And I thought it was so sweet that he not only went belly up, but he gave the credit to his teachers. And that, that needs to happen more often. Don't you think folks, because teachers are molding young minds every day. So shout out to teachers. We love you. We respect you. And, um, Thank you for tuning in. That's all I got today. So remember to uh, like and subscribe. Oh, I'm supposed to say that according to the podcast handbook, but um, I'm just happy to wake up this morning and put a microphone in front of my face. For some reason, it just feels so right. And if you know me, you understand. So thank you for tuning in. And until the next time we get to shoot the breeze for today, that's it in a nutshell, Joni. Mm -hmm. Private joke.